Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, this is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Everyone, I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. 
And if you're interested in supporting me further, you can do that by going to my Patreon or Ko-fi link. They're both in the description below. In this one, I wanted to speak to you about writing again. And I think I'm going to be doing a lot more writing videos because I'm realizing there's a lot that I want to speak about. Of course, that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book that I wrote on Amazon. It's called How to Get Over Yourself and Write Every Single Day. And so if you're interested in writing or if you are an INFJ or any kind of person who loves to write but hasn't been able to write, that's the kind of book, that's my book, the book that you should read. <laughs> um, but in this one, I want to speak to you about how some writers behave as if their own writing is something that they need to run far away from. But if it comes down to someone else's writing, there are like the biggest proponents and the biggest uh, supporters of other people's writings. And I notice this a lot within myself. If I have a friend who writes something, even if she's never written before, I am all huzzah about it, you know, wow, great, awesome, it looks great, you're amazing, you're a good writer, you should keep on going, everyone's gonna love your stuff, etc, etc. Like, I am the kind of person who will just boost them up because I want them to keep on writing, because I love writing and I know how powerful writing can be, has been so powerful for me, and so I want everyone to do it, right? And so I'll be their best supporter, even if, as I said, they've never written before and there might be a couple of errors here or there, I'm like, well, they're fixable errors, it's not like... You can't fix a blank page, so at least you're writing, right? But when it comes down to my own writing, and I've noticed this in the past, so obviously this is something I'm trying to change right now, but as soon as I would write something, whatever it might be, first of all, I really was the kind of person who was a perfectionist. I am trying to get away from that. I'm not as much so right now, but I was very much so a perfectionist, and so I would write some stuff, and I would edit it perhaps sometimes, sometimes not, but then what would happen is, is as soon as I wrote it, I would just push it out, I would ship it out, I'd publish it or whatever, and then I'd forget about it. And then I'd pretend like it was a hot coal, like a piece of hot coal, and that I had to stay absolutely away from it, that I had to stay far away from it, that I could not touch it with a long pole, that I could not talk about it, that I could not deal with it again, that I need to pretend like it doesn't exist. It's like it was an illegitimate child, and I had to completely ignore the fact of its existence, right? I don't know why I behave like this. No, I have a lot of theories about it now that I look back upon it and I'm like, my God, I was a crazy person. But the reason I'm doing this video is perhaps you've noticed this tendency within yourself. I think it's a very common tendency that perfectionist, perfectionist writers have for themselves. And that's one of the reasons why if you want to be a successful writer, you can't be a perfectionist about it. You can, you know, obviously try to achieve perfection. So, you know, you edit your work and you have a first draft and a second draft and a third draft. Some people go all the way to the seventh or eighth draft, and that's totally fine. But eventually you have to realize that you're going to have to stop. You're going to have to stop editing and then publish it or ship it out because you cannot have a perfect draft. You can have something close to it, maybe 10% there, maybe 50% there, maybe 70% there even. But you cannot have a 100% perfect draft. There's always going to be something new to improve. You could work until the end of eternity, until you're, until the end of time, and you would still not have a perfect draft because the draft is going to keep on changing. You're going to keep on changing. The world's going to keep on changing. You're going to keep on adding to it, keep on removing from it. And eventually it's going to be very apparent to you that either you have to stop or you're just going to be doing this forever. Now, instead of taking that route of just becoming a perfectionist editor where I just edited and edited and edited and edited until I couldn't edit anymore, 
what I did was I went the other route. I kind of ran away from my writing. I, I behaved like, as I said, it was an illegitimate child and I had to kind of run away from it in the opposite direction because what if everyone found out that I'm this writer? What if everyone read my stuff and found out that this is the kind of stuff that I write about? And this happens to me a lot when I write the sex scenes that I write because I want to include all of the different parts of life in my books. And especially because sex scenes are really hard for me to write about, right? Obviously, I mean, I think all writers have this kind of shame associated with it, or some of us do, where especially if we've grown up in a very cultured and very, not culture, very sheltered childhood or sheltered home, then writing about sex in such an open manner and then sharing of the world, you're like, whoa, what am I doing, right? So especially if that happens, and then a friend of mine says, oh, I read your book. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you must have read all of those things I wrote. She, what does she think about me? She must think I'm a crazy person. She's never going to be friends with me again, or he's going to ignore me for the rest of eternity, you know, things like that. And so I think there's a lot of psychological madness that's associated with writing. You know, you're basically tearing your heart apart, and you're putting that down on paper. You're kind of taking all of this stuff that's within you, your life experiences, your unique characteristics, your views and opinions about the world, your views and opinions about what the world should be like, your idealistic views of the world, right? And all of this stuff, you're kind of taking it, making a hodgepodge of it, kind of putting it all together in like a soup, and then putting it onto paper, and then you're presenting it to the world. Of course, a lot of people are going to be like, well, is this what you're like? This is what you what you wanted? This is your fantasy? This is Are you talking by yourself in the book? And partly, yeah, of course, I mean, 10, 15% of the book is, of course, us and about our fantasies and about our inclinations or about our dislikes and likes. Of course, that absolutely is the case. But as a lot of writers will kind of attest to it that we're not all writing about ourselves. A lot of it, I would say, as I said, 80%, 70% of it has actually just made up stuff that we want to explore, but we're not able to explore it in our real life, so we explore it in a fiction format. In a lot of cases, when I'm writing my books and I have this idea inside of me that I'm like, I really would love to explore this world, but it doesn't actually exist right now. Especially that's why I love science fiction, because it is about the idea about creating all these words, worlds, or characters or things that don't actually exist right now. Like you can create different species, you can create different beings, you can create different worlds. The sky might be orange, the water might be green, you know, all that stuff. And it's so much fun. And that's why, again, why I love writing science fiction is because I'm always like, well, I really love to explore a world where this and this happens. Well, I can't actually do that here in the real world, of course, or in my dream world. So why don't I create it in my books? So I will write a book where there is this world, where I haven't explored it in real life or haven't been able to, but I guess explore it in fiction format. The same kind of thing with relationships. A lot of times I have ideas of relationships that I'm like, oh, this is how it should be in real life, but it doesn't actually turn out that way. So I can actually make my books out to be in that manner. I can create a world or a relationship in my books that is the ideal or that is the kind of relationship that I would want to explore in real life, but I haven't been able to, right? And so again, I mean, that's the fun part of being a writer is that you're creating all these things that don't actually really exist and it gives you all of this impetus, all this juice, like you're just all the time raving to go and write because it's so much more fun than actually living in the real world sometimes, right? Now, as I said, Writers do this because we run away from our own writing. We will be the best proponents and supporters of everyone else's writing. We will support anyone 
from a five-year-old and I've read a lot because people know that I'm a writer so people will send me their five-year-olds stories or their 10 year old stories you know they have like babies or daughters or sons that are writing and they're like can you read this for them and i'm like yeah sure fine and of course i, I love their stories and i support them I'm like yeah she's great you should keep on supporting her she's gonna be a good writer and then she grows up or she's gonna be very successful you know of course i want to support them but then i don't do that for myself i don't do that for my own writing i run away from my writing i, I pretend like it's uh it's very it's not good it's it's shitty and it's something that I should run away from and cry and hide in the corner from it, right? Even while I'm editing and I'm reading my stuff and I look at it and I'm like, wow, this is this is actually pretty good. And I'll look at it and I'll read it and someone else will say, oh, this is really good. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not really. But then sometimes I'll read my stuff and I'm like, yeah, you know, what? actually, this is not that bad. Actually, I'm impressed with the level of writing. But again, there is this niggle of doubt or this voice inside of me that pipes up no you're not good enough you know you're not good enough you're not a good writer there are a billion other writers better than you etc etc yeah so of course we're dealing with this kind of stuff all the time and there is no solution to it you just have to keep on writing keep on plugging away and you keep on going against the voice and saying i don't care what you're talking about i might not be the best writer out there but i'm going to keep on writing because i love to write right and that's the whole process. You fight against the voice, the resistance, the demons every single day. And you say, no, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to keep on writing because that's my that's my source of joy. That is my life force. If I don't do it, I'll die. And so I wanted to share this with you. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of these random challenges with you as a writer so that if you are writing or if you are feeling these challenges, perhaps it will make you feel less alone. Also, because I love to share this kind of stuff because I'm going through it and I think if I'm going through it, I'm sure there's 10 or a dozen other people there going through it as well. And I always love to share that kind of stuff with you. I'd love to know from you if you are a writer or if you are thinking about writing or if you're planning to write at all. I'd love to hear from you because I want to know how many of you are interested in writing in general. I know INFJs are lauded as great writers, but I know a lot of the people on my channel are not INFJs. Um, so I'd love to hear from you. Comment below if you want to share your writing story. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I really appreciate your support. And I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.